Outlook 100 Episode Spectacular on Radio Western. Hello, everybody. It's Brian here. And Carrie, too. We're actually two siblings who were both born blind, and this is our show. It's a show, if anyone's newly listening here, about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. Back in 2017, I actually started a music show here on Radio Western called Chin Music. And the program director at the time, Pam, used to meet me at the bus quite a bit. And one day when we were walking from the station back to the bus stop, I told her about a podcast that Carrie and I host called Ketchup on Pancakes. And the title grabs people's attention right away normally. And so she went home and checked it out. And I got a text out of the blue one day, and she asked if I would be interested in airing the podcast on the radio. So, Carrie, I ran this by you and thought about it. But then we had just come back, actually, from a convention for the Canadian Federation of the Blind. And it was our first time. We'd just been introduced to this organization here in Canada. And it was our first convention, and it was just so inspiring and empowering. So I kind of thought, I was so into live radio as well, I just figured... Maybe it would be better to do a live talk show, more specific than our podcast, which was a lot more casual, kind of about our brother-sister relationship and... um, Family and, yeah. Yeah, creativity. But I thought this would be better talking about advocacy and these issues that really just don't get talked about enough in the news. So I ran that idea by Pam and right away she jumped on it and thought, yes, that's that's a great idea. So it all stemmed from there and here we are we actually celebrated our 100th episode back in january of this year so it's now march but we figured we wanted to do a bit more to celebrate this milestone yeah so we we went through all all the clips from all the shows you have archived and we came across uh, 100 clips from our first 100 episodes and thought that would make a good special to look back so yeah that's um, what we're doing here today and and actually speaking of clips Brian has also archived all our childhood with all these cassette tapes from back in the day. And so the party party horns you hear at the beginning there to celebrate, uh, Brian got those from an old tape. Uh, back, I think, 25 years ago, you were at a friend's house celebrating yeah, a... New Year's Eve. and Yeah. <laughs> Interesting that I still have that from 25 years. And I was like, you know, I was going to go online to find a party horn sound, but it's so much better when you can have your own recordings yeah. and use your own material. So pretty cool that I found this tape and was able to dub that in and uh, just so many clips coming up on today's show 35 guests in the first 100 episodes so we'll be having clips from them and like I like Carrie was saying 100 clips from her first 100 shows it was quite a process she's been here in my apartment for the last few days and it took so many hours to get all these clips together so can't wait to bring them to you the listeners from the serious to the silly let's go back in time to the morning of September 10th 2018. Side brought back memories for Tepperman's. Tepperman's. The first. Okay. <laughs> I can start talking. Can I? Here I am. You are on the air. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Your your name is Barry. Um. And you're from? I'm from Ireland. Ireland, yes. From Belfast, Ireland. And thank you for the um, idea. So we've been looking for an idea for our show, just want to say. And you came up with the um, Out of the Blue yesterday. You just said Outlook. Yep, the name for the show. Yeah, and I love it. It's, it's very short and to the point, and I like that. 
looking it's, for something with eyes or look or something. Yeah, it's a delicious pun. <laughs> <laughs> Love those. It is the first day of the month, and so I thought we could talk about how it is um, National Disability Employment Awareness Month. <laughs> now, I say that slowly it's a, because yeah, it's, it's a, pretty hard to... It's a National story. Disability Awareness <laughs> Employment Month? Employment, Employment awareness. awareness Month. Jeez, that is a hard... <laughs> Hard one to That's remember. A hard one. Well, I was originally from Ontario, but I right. retired in 2014. I used to be a re- rehabilitation teacher in Toronto, except that I taught iPhone for the last three or four years of it. So I guess I was more of an iHabilitation teacher, which is now the name of my company. My name's Tom Decker, by the way. You know, we had a, a, a charity barbecue all run by blind people the other day which was very successful, put together here by our own Brian Kajewski. And uh, blind people did all the barbecuing and served all the food and took all the money, and it was a, and people had never seen that before. So we have a new theme, as you just heard. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I heard it for the first time again. <laughs> yeah, so we'd actually like to thank Tom Decker, who was on our show two weeks ago. Friday Morning Food Review features some of oh, the very best restaurants from around London, Ontario. Sorry about that. You are... Promos run wild. Um, wait a minute. I'm always having difficulties here. Um, keep talking there for a sec? Um, there you are. Okay. So, we're going to move on then from the war and Remembrance <laughs> Day and... Yeah. And move on to today's topic, which is maps. Right now. All right. Right channel. We're on... <laughs> no we're on theme the song something. this week? <laughs> it was playing I don't know. already. I can't tell if that played or not. It did. Well, it was playing to the right hand side. <laughs> <laughs> we have another we have another guy in here today who uh on Outlook on a Outlook here. There we and, go, we're center uh, now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh wait a minute. Are we on the air? I don't know. I just screwed something up. Oh. <laughs> uh we are on. Bro. We are on? Fade is music is out. <laughs> we made it. Good morning, everyone. We are Outlook, and we made it. Yeah, today is a is a Monday, so yep. kind of off to a rough start. It's called orientation and mobility. Now, I always found that a big a bit of a mouthful. It's like a orientation and mobility. It, I stumble through it. People are like, "What? They've lost me after the orientation." It's been a great few months, and I'm looking forward to 2019. Yeah, same here. We'll be back in 2019. That was our first montage from September to December of 2018. You can hear from the beginning there, we didn't even have a name or a theme. Carrie, I remember that first day in the studio, you sounded, you know, am I on the air? It was interesting (laughs) to hear you. I was nervous and you'd already had some experience, so you kind of showed me how how it's done. And uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, you can tell we're, we... You know, have some bloopers in there because it takes a while for me to get comfortable on air and all that stuff. And yeah, and even I was still learning. I mean, I'd been doing the music show for about a year, but you could hear a few mishaps in there on the mm-hmm. radio just with a bunch of settings and everything on the on the console in the studio. And you can also hear the recording. I recorded all of those shows actually off the FM dial because I am I love the good old FM signal sound. And mm-hmm. um, it, it'll evolve throughout these clips, as you'll notice throughout this episode. Quite a journey this has been, so... 
Absolutely. And I wanted to say thanks to all the guests that we had in that first montage. Yeah, we started out with Barry from Ireland, a friend of ours, and he gave us the name Outlook. So thanks again for that. And you heard Tom Decker in there. Big thanks to him. And he created the theme for the show, came back to my apartment after he was on, and uh, I helped engineer it. So big, big thanks to Tom Decker. Yeah, and we'll have a bit of a tribute later on to him. Yeah, he's from Ontario, Canada. We unfortunately lost him last year, so that's coming up later. But uh, yeah, the next guest we had on there was uh, Eric. So he's been a friend of ours for years. I met him at school for the uh, guide dogs, uh, training for guide dogs 20-something years ago. And uh, he actually got us into the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Yeah, he told us about it for the first time, and we haven't turned back since. So no. thanks to Eric. And then we finished up there with for guests with Stephen Potter, actually a friend of ours for, well, pretty much since the beginning. He's almost like a... Another sibling of ours. We've known him for so long. So we have a lot of silly moments and jokey moments, but uh, very good friends with Steve. So forging ahead here into 2019 and our next set, our next montage of clips. What's our topic today, Carrie? <laughs> well, um, January is uh, National Braille Literacy Month. Hi, everybody. And this is Outlook. And I'm actually here today on a very cold day in London uh, by myself. My co-host, my brother Brian. He's off uh, on the job hunt um, today, so it's just me and uh, some help with the uh, theme and running all that, so thank you, Pam. No problem. People who are blind are largely excluded from society, leading to massive barriers to finding meaningful employment and living independently. I just thought I'd bring up a quick accessibility issue here. Um, now, Which relates to Braille as well, right? It does, yeah. Uh, I'm bringing up because I think it's important that a school um, be as accessible as possible, which should include um, Braille or tactile markers on the washroom doors. So growing up, we had what was called a pencil tip, I believe. Yeah. It was very narrow, straight tip. Uh, and I'm not sure the reason we had that back then, but I did find once I saw that there were other options that that one can get stuck in little cracks and stuff easier when you're out out walking. The scams, we mentioned this briefly on the show. We're yeah. going to get more in detail a, a little bit here. A couple weeks ago, I talked about it. But. These people setting up in grocery stores saying that they were CFB, Canadian Federation of the Blind, and they, they were saying that they were raising money for the uh, organization when really they are scammers. Vicky, say hello. Hello, salam, namaste, London. The ones who have seen that movie would know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm so glad that I've made it to this show, and uh, it, it is it is quite welcoming. And uh, thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, what's that called? Trailing or shoreline? Shorelining. So if you listen, you can hear our canes. There are names for a lot of these techniques when you walk walk with a cane. You follow curbs. Yeah. This is our first episode of March. Yeah. And it's our six month anniversary, pretty much, of doing the show, right? We started in uh, September, early September. We have a video journalist here today from the CBC. Uh, they're be doing a report on our show, which is awesome. We're very grateful for that. We want to thank uh, CTV for being here. Yeah. We appreciate Thanks it. Thanks a lot, CTV. It's happy to be here. Great. Thank you so much. It's, uh, you know, it's this this uh, Western University is great, such a great platform, and mm -hmm. they've been so amazing here. But it's great to get other media coverage because this 
you know, it's still a pretty small audience and it takes a long time to build an audience in this day and age. So it's with you, it was different because it's a lot more about how it feels versus what it looks like and then how it feels. Right. So I'm like, okay, do you see how your bow is straight? And we worked a lot on that when we first met. We talked about a really straight bow and how that affects your sound. Well, most people might not think that there's, I've never heard there's an accessibility office. Yeah. When you people that it. don't have to use it, you know, you wouldn't maybe think about it. And if, if it's an option now to opt out of these fees and you don't use it, unless you're educated and know enough about it, why wouldn't you save some money? It's at the time in your life when you're just trying to of get course. by. And- I, I mean, I understand that. So yeah, we're we appreciate being thank you Radio Western for inviting us and for uh, giving us the award that you did. Um, it was uh, I guess a picture of a record, and it's I guess we're the new kids in town or something. Yeah, it's we're not the new kids on the block. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called the New Kid in Town Award or New Kids in Town in our case. You want to take this one or yeah? Um, long story. Anthony and I have known each other for a lot of years. I went into my own library and I asked for it, and they. And that's in. They gave me the runaround in Woodstock. Continuing with our 100 clips from the first 100 episodes, those were from January to April of 2019, and you can even hear at the end there our sibling connection is so strong that we talked in unison. It seems to happen quite a bit. <laughs> also, wanted to thank all the guests you heard in there. Vicky Raja, he actually we met through the National Federation of the Blind the first time we went to the convention there in Orlando. Yeah, so he's a friend of ours who's out there on Prince Edward Island in uh, Canada's East Coast. So, thanks Also heard from Gianna, your violin teacher. Yeah, yeah. She, she moved on to some more educational opportunities and I moved on also, but it was great to have her as my first violin teacher. I started taking violin in my 30s and so. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I'm think that's really cool that you did that and yeah uh, i mean it's a technique to teach when you can't when your student can't see you need to do things differently especially with an instrument like the violin yeah she was a really interesting interview mm-hmm. and then we also talked with jesse and anthony from a podcast called bumping into walls which you can hear out in alberta on cjsw the station out there so that was also a pretty interesting discussion our first phone interview right. on the air so there was a few technical issues getting started mm. but uh, it still it still turned out pretty well i think well, as you can see, there's a lot of, it's all live radio here. So, you know, we have flubs and we have bloopers and we, we say a lot of ums and ahs because Brian and I, we like to speak thoughtfully. So we often pause and, and things and that's what happens. Yeah. It's such a technique being especially live in studio mm-hmm. to, to prevent saying um and ah uh and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it all takes practice. But January, Braille Literacy Month. So we always have special programming for that. And mm-hmm. then you did an episode on your own in January. Which, yeah, program director was helping me when you weren't in there. Yeah, for sure. You hear in the background. Always there to help. We also talked about Braille on washrooms, an issue that we dealt with, and canes. Lots of talks about canes. And our journey up to the station. That was an interesting one. We actually recorded when we walked up to the station. You could hear the bus and our canes. It was a snowy day. You can hear the snow, but we often would get dropped off at the studio, and other times I'd come here because I don't live in London but I come to visit Brian we take public transit the bus to get to the studio so and I'm always known for being very very close I always make it on time but it's really tight so sometimes we're worn out rushing up to the studio and you walk faster than me so for me to keep up it's yeah we're out of breath (laughs) yeah and then we were also really amazed we were just six months in and we got all this media coverage from the CBC video journalist Colin Butler came on the in the studio and filmed us and did 
an inter- an article, and then the next day we were on the radio, and then also Sasha Long from CTV came, then soon after that. So it was just crazy to get all that attention so quickly like that. Yeah, it's fun when when we had the piece come out on the on the nightly news, and a bunch of people who just watched the local London news were like. I saw you guys on TV. What the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. And then, and then finally, the New Kids in Town Award. It was a, an honor to receive that award from Radio Western. And we went to the awards ceremony on the Friday night. How was that, Carrie? It was an interesting experience going out to the... Yes, uh, it's a place called Palisades here in London. It was good food and... Yeah, it was good to hang out with radio folk. So. Yeah, all the staff and volunteers at the station. It was cool just to have more of a casual night out and hang out. So here's our guest. Do you want to say hello? Good morning. I'm Carrie and Brian's mom, Janet. So I'm usually their biggest fan listening to this show, and today I'm part of it. So it'll be interesting. It's different being in the studio compared to listening it. That's for sure. I'm usually out in the car listening. Yeah. You know, you wonder how an animal faces that, and you know, what else is he going to do? But he makes the best of it, obviously. But too bad we can't have him as a guest on our show. Exactly. Like if we could get into his mind and ask him what it's like to be blind and how he's how he copes and how he. If he's angry, do animals get angry about something like that? These conventions are, are great because they let us get together and uh, you feel more empowered when you can hear stories of other people and know you're not alone and, you know, then show the world that we're, we're you know. You know, we want to thank Canadian Tire for, for, for offering up their barbecue and their propane and their, you know. Their yeah, so they provide the barbecue, ta- a couple, ta- or a few tables actually. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, they, little for free, setup. they provide this whole setup for free. We just have to purchase um, all of the, the food and the accessories that we need to put it on. Yes, we are back. And this is <laughs> CFB Convention 2019, part two. Day two. First of all, we took the bus this morning and we were standing at the bus stop. And uh, there were a few people standing there, too. And when the first bus showed up, the lady just automatically assumed it's our bus we're waiting for and said, there you go, kids, time to go. She calls kids. I, we she are calls kids. kids. She did. We are kids, I feel too. like a um, kid. Yeah, exactly. Brian's like, I don't know how I got this far in life. <laughs> I did say that this morning. <laughs> we just wanted to uh, mention today that we have another, um, another visitors uh, checking out what we do here with Outlook uh, from the media. And uh, that... Today, that's um, AMI, so Accessible Media Incorporated, because all blind people don't take elevators just because... Oh, they don't? No, people people always try to lead me to elevators. Oh, it's, it's the elevator you want, right? No, it's the stairs. It's the, I love escalators. Yeah, blind person on an escalator. <laughs> we're not, we're not, you're not trying to make fun of people, are you? No, I love escalators. Here's a here's Decade Adrift on our Outlook show here on Radio Western. You want to hear it now, Care? Mm-hmm. Soul crushing barriers for people with disabilities in Ontario still. That is just <laughs> our soul our souls are being crushed. Apparently. Oh. <laughs> Writers, I tell you. But yeah, so we were gonna talk about the summer social. Yeah, so let's start with Saturday and the summer social that we had for the Canadian Federation of the Blind. I don't know, what did you think, Charmaine? Was it boring? No, it wasn't boring. That's good. Nothing in life is ever boring. That's like the key is that you can't ever get bored with life because 
then life's worth not living if it's boring. So the Canadian Federation of the Blind, which is what this show is inspired by, um, they put out a magazine twice a year called The Blind Canadian. This board that Brian runs, it's not, there's, no, there's no markings on it. So it's counting and knowing how to, you know, uh, knowing which buttons to push, faders to bring up, what uh, commercial to play on time, and that's all done by, like, he's doing it by feel. I'm Sophia, and I'm Matt. Sophia and Max. And and how are you how do how do we know you? How do we know you two? Because we're your family. <laughs> oh. Oh, that is true. That is the best. Outlook from May to August 2019. Had lots of family in those clips. Yeah, I love it. We started with our mom, Janet, and on Mother's Day, and that was a pretty uh, successful episode for us. Got a lot of listens and things, and uh, we really want to thank her. You know, she raised us and she she was an advocate in our early years as children and things and we, I think I, I mean at least I did I want to speak for you Brian but I learned a lot about advocating from her so that's what we're doing now so yeah I, it's interesting how we've transitioned to that position now that we're in our 30s and yeah. and also you heard at the end there Sophia and Max our niece and nephew that was a lot of fun bringing them into the studio pretty silly yeah, they were visiting in the summer there and visiting for a couple of days. They're from the Toronto area, and so we got to bring them on air, and so that was fun and lighthearted and, you know, very warm, warm moments there, which make me smile. Yes, me too. That was, that was great. Charmaine Daniels was in there. She actually also we met through the Canadian Federation of the Blind when we went to the convention in 2019. We did a couple shows on the convention as well in those clips, but... Met her there and she came to visit, so it was nice to have her in the studio. And it was also nice because she was more of a, just sitting in and chiming in a little bit, but wasn't really a full-out guest where we were interviewing her or something. It was, yeah. we want to try and do that a bit more on the show too, because I like that that uh, vibe. But you were just saying that it's, looking back since we started working with the Canadian Federation of the Blind, all these people that we didn't know before then and, and wouldn't have met if we hadn't. So that's, the connections are really why you get involved in this sort of thing and you make friends for life and... And then we also heard Pam in that montage, who we referenced earlier as the program director at the time for Radio Western, and she was talking a lot about me using the console in there, and just such a personality, and that's a great episode to check out, just she brings so much to the... Well, I like, yeah, it was great with Pam, because she's one of those people that she just naturally got to know us and didn't treat us differently, And, and it's hard, I know, sometimes if you don't know anybody who's blind, but she just naturally would have a conversation with us and we, we, were, we didn't feel like admired for like just getting up in the morning. We felt like she, like in that clip, she respected you by, because she knew how you could run the board without sight, but she respected you for it. She didn't, you know, put you up on some sort of pedestal or something, but you know. Yeah. Some people are just more natural with yeah, that kind of stuff. It can be awkward, we realize, but. And then we talked about a lot of important stuff, The Blind Canadian, a magazine here in Canada put on, put together through the Canadian Federation of the Blind and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm co-editor of that magazine now, so I think it's important to have that publication here in our country. And then we also talked briefly about the Summer Social that we put on. We had one the year before that was a little more successful, but that other one was still... A little more well-attended, and it was our first year, that one, and we were so surprised. So this one was nice. It was a little more family-oriented feeling, like close-knit, smaller group, nice picnic that day, so... And then we had an exclusive in there, uh, a song I've actually been working on for over a decade now called Decade Adrift that stay tuned. It might just come out officially sometime later this year. Yeah. So it's exciting that I got to write lyrics for you because you being the writer and you being such a wonderful musician. 
so much fun to collaborate with my lovely sister. And in there also, thank you, Brian, we also talked about a blind animal, a sea lion out there at the Vancouver Aquarium named Senior Senko. <laughs> what are the chances you'd run into a, a blind sea lion? <laughs> I didn't run into him, but I <laughs> went to visit him. Not quite, yeah. And then, and then our, lastly, AMI coming by. Accessible Media Incorporated, a great media company here in Canada. You should look them up. The one day we were going down the hill and I fell and he's and it suddenly occurred to him that um, I was falling like a starfish. So he yelled out starfish. And I'm like, what? We're here with our one-year anniversary episode. So I call it one year around the sun. Your options would be to move here or <laughs> so you could take transit like I do or take a cab or an Uber or... I can do the show from my home studio like someone... No, you don't have a home studio. Am I? Um, <laughs> and then we got up to give our tickets. Um, oh. Someone else came up and said, asked us, is there someone with you? And then... Again, I don't like to get too preachy with things, so I didn't, and oh. it was a chill night. Um, I was out with someone. I wanted it to be a nice night. I didn't want it to be this yeah. big scene brought towards. But I, I just I just said confidently, I was like, no, actually, there's no one with us. We're two independent blind people traveling by ourselves. And your brother um, also <laughs> was born with this. Oh, they talk about me on here, too. <clears throat> Excuse me. My throat's a little, <laughs> a little rough here. Water? Yeah, yeah, well, I actually do have some water. I'll take a sip. Listen listen, to, listen to this for a few more, <laughs> few more seconds here. Hydrate yourself. Shadows and stuff. I am Roger... Winston, Adamson, Jonathan, Albert, Curry, the 17th. Wow. Oh, wow. I wasn't no. expecting that. That's, that's Roger Curry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you just made that up. Wow, you, yes, you got I me. I guess I'm not uh, totally okay. with it on a Monday morning. Mine's here, not on his game. That's what Turkey does to you. Gets the creative pieces <laughs> yeah, flowing. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty gullible, but I don't know about Brian, but he, Sometimes, he fell yeah. for that, yeah? Yeah. Good morning, and we were late. Well, not late, just on time. Yeah, we still made it on time somehow, but... And were we late um, because we were uh, voting this morning? No, uh, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Um, uh, I kind of wanted to vote before the show because then it would have given us a chance to talk about the accessibility at the polling stations. But right. unfortunately, we have I have voted in the past, so I can talk a little bit about it. Um, I'm planning to vote later today. Steph is uh, online with a website called Bold Blind Beauty. So check that out. Um, I came across that five years ago and I thought, you know, this is a great thing this woman is doing. She is a very stylish lady and she went blind more recently here and she is talking about how blind women still want to look nice and they, they still want to enjoy clothes and, you know, makeup even. I don't wear makeup, but this is a whole discussion we had. We had part one last week. Carrie went to Erie, Pennsylvania for a conference called Disability Insights. So we are back on uh, Outlook. CFB on 94.9 CHRW Radio Western. We have a topic for today's show. Well, yeah, that's why I, I announced this as blind Canadians. <laughs> Did you get that? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, that is the name of a magazine that we're going to talk about today, The Blind Canadian. I didn't really know who Ben Mulrooney was. I knew, obviously, Brian Mulrooney being our, our prime minister um, a number of years ago, but... Um, I didn't really know. So I recognized the last name, but I didn't know who it was. Um, yeah. So I don't know. He's been on TV and he was, you know, was a child actor and stuff. So he's been in, around the business for a long time. Um, I saw this and I just sort of thought, like, what the? All right. Well, have a have a good Christmas, everybody. However you celebrate. Steve, thanks for coming on. Sorry you didn't have a ton, oh, ton of time, plenty. but he... He says As, a according lot. According to so. Carrie, I said plenty. That's all you want me to do is say plenty. <laughs> Let's just go I have lunch. Yes. Let's just put some food in front of him and get him to stop talking for a while. 
We will be back. Is this in what our friendship's all about now? We'll be back in 2020. Maybe yeah, Steve we'll will too. we back in the 20s. We've known Steve since the 80s. <laughs> Shows you how old we are. We're going back in time. Anyway. All right. <laughs> See you next year. Happy New Year, all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Outlook, September to December 2019. And we finished off the year there with Stephen Potter, a second appearance by Steve. And as I say, he's like our honorary sibling. So we've known him all my li- our lives here. And so I say things in a way to him that I probably wouldn't say to anyone else. But just having fun. Yeah. Always laughing with Steve. <laughs> ben Mulroney's name come up, came up in there. Kind of strange. He was... Canadian politics, probably. Yeah. yeah. Spokesperson for CNIB. I'm not really sure why he's the spokesperson for blind people in Canada, but that's an issue we'll discuss in the future on the show. And Roger Curie, he also hosts a show here on Radio Western, and we met him actually connected through somebody named Sarah, who you'll hear from later on in the show. Another Londoner. What a jokester. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny when he gave that long name, and I fell for it. We're both for gullible. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right. And then even a, a little reference about... Uh, a home studio, which you didn't have, but kind of foreshadowing. Yeah. Also, I, I may just have to move here to London someday, but yeah, it is. That's coming too, and we all know what that is foreboding. Yeah, right. And then our one-year anniversary we celebrated. Actually, there's a YouTube video up for that if you search for it. Radio On the Radio Western Channel, check that out. Had Emily Trepanier, known as Starfish. Athlete here. Local London pride, even though she's out west now. All right, time to take a quick break here today on Outlook, and we'll be right back on Radio Western. Hi, this is Mr. Dressup. You're listening to Outlook on CHRW Radio with Relevance. (laughs) So you may wonder how we got Mr. Dressup on our show. Actually, when I started back in 2017 on Radio Western doing my music show, Chin Music, I think the fifth episode, when I went into the studio, and actually the first day I met Pam, too, the program director at the time, I heard the ID that they had at the station with Mr. Dressup in it. I thought it was just so funny and (laughs) caught me off guard and makes me laugh to this day. So random. Yeah. And people in Canada will know that show. That was a big part of our childhoods. Well, you don't really remember them, but... Mom used to put you in the basement and and put that show on for you when you were preschool age, so you barely remember. But she she was doing a lot of advocating for us as children at the time. She needed a bit of alone mom time. So, uh, but funny funny reference there. Very vague memories. And speaking of memories, on to Outlook twenty twenty January to March. 100 clips from the first 100 episodes. Our sister asked me the other day if anyone with sight has ever learned to read Braille by touch. And I did I did bring up that I met I met one person when I was we were in Orlando at the convention back in 2018, a sighted person who in high school, I guess she was just bored during her <laughs> Her breaks, I don't know what that history she had. That is priceless. How how No, it was fascinating. <laughs> she was bored during her her breaks at school, so she Thought it would be interesting to learn Braille, and then so she did. She did learn it, and she actually learned it by feel. Today, I only have it out of one ear. I'm hoping that's not how it's broadcasting over the air. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, well, you're you know you're all about sound, obviously, which is why we like radio here, and we like when it can be a full sound experience. Um, so for Outlook for 2020, uh, I have a lot of ideas for the show this coming year. This is Brian, and Carrie is right beside me. 
Uh, well, yeah, I am right here. Oh, don't touch the mic. That's not very professional. <laughs> it's, talk. it's hard. I can't see it, and we're t- using the same one. So, yeah, this is a new show, but... I like to think that the rain... Oh, she can't... You can't stop talking about the weather. I like to think that the rain... That when it's still raining, the drops are like little braille dots. Yeah, today it's just me, and I decided to give myself this challenge on my birthday to um, see if I could do an episode by myself of Outlook. Basically, if we didn't leave, that we he'd be calling the cops, right? Right. And I'm like, well, okay, I, I know my laws under the, you know, the PC Human Rights Code. Uh, I'm, I'm allowed to be here with my dog, right? They can't lawfully refuse me service. <laughs> there we go. Carrie had a false start there, but the mics weren't even on, so <laughs> nobody knew. You just pointed it I out. I just pointed it out. I don't know why. Thanks a lot. Consistently using the same site over and over, you start to get used to knowing where things are on the site um, as far as what text to look for. And I use the find function a lot with my with my screen reader where... The other news is, of course, the uh, coronavirus. Well, it's not really affecting us at this moment. No, not specifically at the moment. But, but you never know. <sighs> now we know. The last show in the studio. It's hard to believe that was back on March the 9th, 2020. Pretty much a year ago. Yeah. Also had another episode in there, Carrie, a clip from an, one when it was just you again, second time doing one alone. Yeah, I seem to do those around my birthday every year so far. Yeah. Why was that? Brian was away traveling again. He was out west. Yeah, you can even hear a clip of the ocean in that set if you're listening closely from mm-hmm. my adventures out west. Peaceful. And then a bit of weather talk in there. <laughs> we seem to like doing that. And one, only one guest in there. That, that block, Ben from Ontario, some trouble out west traveling out there with his guide dog and a little encounter with the police. So that was a popular episode as well. And now on to an unexpected phase of Outlook. Took a little break for a few weeks while the world was on hold and returned in April with pre-recorded shows from home. Good morning. You're listening to Outlook here on 94.9 CHW Radio Western. And we are back for Outlook. This is Carrie and Brian. We are. <laughs> it's our first episode of April and our first episode in a long time. Actually, it's been yeah. probably a month or so. And the one thing, guys, I must say, having been in Vietnam, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to make this all political and start criticizing countries or anything like that for the response to this awful tragedy. Um, but I will say. The Vietnamese were on the ball from day one. Crip Camp, a disability revolution. You like to see um, the handicapped people depicted as people. On the show today, we have a tribute to, um, if you haven't heard of her, she, I mean, she's pretty well known in Canada, so. But, um, but yeah, she's a, she's, she was a children's author. Are we going to uh, say what her name passed was? passed away. Who passed away last month. Jean Little. I live in St. John's, Newfoundland, out on the East Coast. For those who are wondering, I'm sure uh, some of you may already pick that up from my East Coast accent. So, uh, I guess, Carrie and I met in 1998 at La Foundation Mira, which is in the southern part of Quebec, when we were both uh, there to... uh, Train with guide dogs. Who will They're going to make you one of the 
Yeah, so there's the chanting that Carrie was referring to, and it is it is kind of scary sounding. Um, well, this movie Freaks is, I mean, somebody might someone might class it as a horror film. Thanks, Leona, for coming on. You bet. It's great to be here. So where are you coming to us from today as we're all coming in separately here? <laughs> um, I'm coming all the way from Colorado, Castle Rock, Colorado, a little bit south of Denver. I'm Brian, and I've got Carrie here. Yet again. Not really there. Exactly. Not, not here uh, with me physically, but in, in I'm not there, but I'm here. Yeah, she's still here. I'm somewhere, somewhere. anyway. And uh, <laughs> it's officially summer now, so welcome to a new season. Oh, yeah. You guys were on the news. Right. And I forget what CTV or something. Like. Anyway, my sister sent it to me, and she said, you wouldn't believe this young guy, this uh brother and sister she said they are amazing and she said she she saw this on tv and they're in london and i wrote back to her i said oh yeah i know them they're my friends <laughs> wow yeah. it's such a small world you may notice the quality is a little different in those clips now that we were recording from home since april of 2020 changes the the mood a little bit and the sound quality before i was recording from the fm signal but also allows us to edit a little bit more and tighten up the shows, which in some ways is good, although I still love the idea of live radio. Yeah, it's great practice. Yeah, so had four more guests in that segment, including Thelma. Yeah, good friend and ally from out west. Also, Leona. She's a new friend of mine I made, and she's got a magazine called Aromatica Poetica. Love that ring to that. And I'm actually a, a newly an editor on that with her. She's working on a book about blindness and, and the history of blindness in a way. So that's coming out this year. Can't wait. Also heard from Ed Barnes. Yeah, out on the East Coast. A little tribute in there to author Gene Little. Mm-hmm. And then an old movie called Freaks, which you should go watch, but it's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's about disability. How yeah. it was seen back then. From the 30s. So, mm-hmm. well, not even that long ago in a weird way. No. And then Barry, a second appearance from our friend Barry. And to think that at that time, you know, like a lot of us, we didn't realize the seriousness of what was going on. And he was in Vietnam at that time. And Yeah, got back right as borders were closing. Now on to more clips. July to September 2020. <laughs> Now that things are slowly opening up a bit, still trying to be careful. Be careful, since Carrie and I are also both immunosuppressed with medications that we're on from our kidney transplants. Pick up where we left off with Carrie's book review. <laughs> yeah, um, it's called uh, it's called "Being Human: An Unrepentant Memoir of a Disability Activist." So a bit of a long title. Yeah, being human is <laughs> easy to remember. We also got a few testimonials from other blind Canadians who attended this convention, and we're going to hear some of those throughout the show. So let's start with uh, one of those right now. Hi, my name is Blaine, and I'm one of the people who attended the National Federation of the Blind for the very first time this year. The reason I got into blind history was for the very thing you just said. There isn't a lot of history about blind people. And that's not the first time I've had people ask me, what I do for a living. And then they're just like, wow, I've never met anyone that's done that before. And how did you get into that? You must know someone in your family that's blind. I'm like, well, yeah, I do, but I didn't know them before. <laughs> like they're my, <laughs> you my sister-in-law's sister and brother. So 
big announcement. I was going to yeah. do a drum roll or something, but I don't really. Yeah, we need a drum roll. I have roll. a chip my chair here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We, we um, are now. Is this better? We are now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just trying to get as much braille as I can because it, it just is like I found uses for it. Even though I'm not blind, I say Braille has helped me out so much and I can't go back to my pre-Braille life, as I call it. Like, I do a lot of my homework stuff in Braille, especially like with Zoom, you know, with online school. Uh-huh. It's great. Sometimes you can, you know, be on your phone reading text messages or something, reading on a Braille display and like not actually, you know, paying attention to class or something. <laughs> so no one thinks that you're on your phone. This is uh, Mary Ellen Gavius. Hi, Mary Ellen. Thanks for being on Outlook. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Brian and Carrie, Outlook has been a really wonderful addition to the information available to blind Canadians and to the public about blindness. So congratulations on your two-year anniversary, and thank you for the work you do. We're dedicating our two-year anniversary episode to Dobby. The term handicap actually was originally came from a blind beggar with his hat out, like took his hat off his head, held it out to the public oh. and people would drop change oh, okay. in. Makes... So it was hand in cap and it was the begging thing. And then that just became a generic term for now what we would call disabled people. That's kind of where we are now. I started work at TD in 2018. I uh, just had my two-year anniversary there uh, a few weeks ago as well. And so, yeah, it's been quite the journey. A big thank you to a few more guests you heard in that set of clips. Finishing off with Sarah Jevnikar here from local London, Ontario. Always great to have local guests on the show. And she also helped a lot just for me to make a few more connections in London with blind people. And so great to have her. Like Roger? As a friend. Yes, like Roger. Indeed. And also in there we had Mary Ellen. She's the president of the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Yeah, thanks, Mary Ellen Gabius, for such positive feedback on our show. We really appreciate everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And Caroline Karbowski in that set. Really interesting story. I met her at the NFB convention in Orlando. And I everybody, love... you know, everybody who says what no hope for this young generation, she's a young person and, and she gives me so much hope every time I hear that clip. Yeah, really, an entrepreneur. You should check out her website, c3d.org. And I just love her talk about pre-Braille life. Just (laughs) such a funny thing. And the idea of a sighted person reading Braille by touch still blows my mind to this day. And then we also debuted as a podcast. You know, this pandemic sometimes has given people more time to focus on things they haven't got around to beforehand. And the podcast is something we've been meaning to do for a long time. So really great to finally be up on all podcast services. And you can always find it us there, searching for Outlook on Radio Western. Then we also want to say thanks to Melissa uh, from Alberta, an extended family member of ours. Peggy Chong, the blind history lady. And then, uh, aside from guests, we brought up our kidney transplants. Yeah, this show is mostly about disability, but we're going to start talking more about chronic illness, because that leads to disability that's tied into it, and, and we have both, so... Pandemic yeah. life, you know, there's risk and things for people, and, and we're, we're watching that carefully. And then one other main point from those clips was the virtual NFB convention. The first time they'd ever done a virtual one, and it was so amazing. That was a really fun show to put together. And got a lot of experience using Zoom, as many did during this pandemic.
Yeah. And then a little bit of a tribute in there uh, from me to my my dog, Dobby, who actually lost two pets last year, a cat and a dog. So anyway. Oh, sorry to hear that. On to the final three months of the year that altered everything, 2020. Depending on the instrument, flute, obviously different than strings or Oh, they're all different. They're all different. I I actually have a violin in my house that I have been wanting to play, but I'm too scared. A, because it'll be a perfect pitch nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it may be a good thing in a way too, because we'll I learned that real fast. (laughs) Um, But I've been I've been too scared. Uh, But you know, I think it'll be a completely different experience from from flute, but also from piano as well. Recording from home, I just like to point out that people know we're still not actually in the studio. Yeah. Um, I think there are a few people who work at the station who are in the studio, but for the most part, they're still trying to, we're just trying to play it safe, right? You can't be having too many people coming in and out, especially the, lately with the way things have been going. Rob Castro, Giovanni, author. You want to spell your last name quick? It's C A S. T-R-O-G-I-O-V-A-N-N-I. And you can also find me at themelodychamber.com. I'm not hard to find. He's such a smiley kid, and he always has been, that it just kind of made me think about, you know, a deeper meaning of true happiness doesn't have to do with, you know, the the things that, like, material things or anything like that true happiness is comes from something within and you don't have to you know have sight in order to be happy thanks to tom decker we finally had a theme after our fourth episode like you said uh, uh, we're glad we did this the one time and we're glad we have this theme uh, which we'll always have with the show and so rest in power rest in peace still recording from home as we've been doing for most of this year, I guess, since since April, really. So this is uh, the beginning of our eighth month recording from home. So crazy how wow. time flies. And before we know it, we might have we might be recording more from home than we have in the studio. You mentioned Wheel of Fortune. Now, back in those days, you could see a bit more. Whereas for me, Wheel of Fortune was always pretty tough to follow, not being able to see. Whereas the nice thing about Jeopardy was it was. It's just questions, so whether you can see or not, it felt very accessible for me. And This week, we've invited Patrick to be our guest. Uh, say hello, Patrick. Hi, guys. Hi, so that's Patrick Bouchard, and you're calling from Barrie, Ontario, is that right? That's right, yeah. So you, you, you have this ambient noise level obscuring you know, sound on, on the bike lane, and even if it wasn't, it would still be very hard to hear bikes uh, you know, if you're blind, uh, the, the time you hear a bike is when, is when it's too late. You're playing Russian roulette. Kelly McDonald, thanks for coming on the show today. Hey, guys, I love the famous part. Boy, that'll make the head swell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's we, wonderful to be on board. Hi to the listeners. Yeah, thanks. We, we occasionally do say that about a few people in Canada. We said it about, <laughs> we said it about Tom Decker recently. A truly um, famous guy. My love, of course is over visual impairment and blindness because of my own situation. Um, Mm -hmm. But on on the other hand, it's important to know about other disabilities and to care and to co-advocate with all people. And that's why I 
I, I'm so strong on disability inclusion, not just blindness, not just visual impairment. I think it's important that we all are supportive of one another. Thanks again for listening. Thanks to Radio Western. Thanks for all the listeners subscribing to the podcast. Outlook on Radio Western on all podcast services. And Happy yeah. New Year. Happy New Year. Stay safe. Wear a mask. And uh, we'll see you next year. Wrapping up Outlook for 2020, we had so many guests in those last three months of the year, including who you just heard from, Judy Robinette. Has a website, alifeworthliving.ca. Yeah, and I like how she talks about co-advocating, which is a term I haven't heard before, but this show is about all disability, really, so we all need to come together on that. Yeah, such good philosophical quotes from her, and just yeah. a great interview. Like so a much fun. motivational speaker. Yeah, so motivational. Then you also heard from Kelly McDonald from Accessible Media Incorporated. Kelly and Company, his show every weekday in the afternoons. Quite the personality, that guy. Yes. Larger than life. Great to talk to. Oriano Belusic was also a guest in that segment. Played a clip from his discussion on bike lanes. Yeah, he's vice president of the Canadian Federation of the Blind. And Go to cfb.ca. You can find everything about this amazing organization we're a part of on their website. And who else did we hear from there, Carrie? Patrick Bouchard. Someone else we met actually through... Well, at a convention in Orlando for the NFB. Yeah, you ran into him at the airport on the way home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't see him at all during the convention, but turns out he's also from Ontario and Barrie, Ontario. So it was an interesting discussion with him and his work that he does for website accessibility. Very important issue. Yeah, and he's become a big part of the Canadian Federation of the Blind, helping us out with so much. Yeah, he really has stepped up. Really appreciate mm-hmm. Patrick being a part of this organization. And then Jeopardy came up up in there, obviously, Alex Trebek passing away, unfortunately, last year, but a show that we grew up with, big fans of. And some passings last year, unfortunate, Tom Decker passing away, rest in peace to Tom. And then we had another great guest that you lined up, Melissa from Happiness is Blind. Yeah, she's from Alberta, a young mother of a little boy who's born around um, your birthday and there and... Same blindness condition that we have, but I just like, she's a young mother, but she's already got such a great philosophy. She, she's, she understands what it's all about and that happiness isn't about whether you can see or not. So if, if she's already got that down as a young mother, she's going to do okay, I think. But it, it's, it's a struggle when you have a young child, like, like our mother and father rightly know. Yeah. Can't even imagine myself, to be honest. But we also ha- heard from another local London guest. Last year, Rob Castro Giovanni. You can always go to the Melody Chamber, his website, and began with guests in that block there with Patricia. And an interesting topic came up on that episode you always like to talk about, Carrie. <laughs> perfect pitch, something you two have in common. Yes, very true. I also have perfect pitch, and I really like how Patricia outlined it can be a blessing or a curse with her perfect pitch nightmare in re- reference to the violin. So we almost made it to our 100th episode in 2020, cutting it very, very close. But uh, this, whole, this whole process was such a, such a labor of love, I guess you could call it. We've really been sp- spent so much time to put all these clips together. And we have a few more for you. One more montage to finish up the show in 2021, where we did hit episode 100 at the end of January of this year. Yeah, so the last few guests that will be upcoming here 
before we sign off, our uh, Picura Wiley. She works with National Network for Equitable Library Service, NELS.ca. Please check that out. It's all about making reading materials and reading accessible to those with print disabilities. After that, we spoke with Natalie and Jen from Braille Literacy Canada, so blc.ca. And yeah, we never stop talking about Braille here. Yeah, you'll notice, as we mentioned before, January is International Braille Month, so there's a bit more Braille talk coming up in this final segment. And Carrie and I both absolutely love Braille, Braille Literacy Canada, such an important organization, keeping Braille alive in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And you'll definitely want to stay tuned to the very end to hear our friend Sky Mundell, someone else we also met through the CFB. He'll be serenading everyone out with a fantastic piece on the piano. Just want to give a huge thank you to all 35 different guests that appeared on our show in the first 100. And hopefully, I'm sure we'll have plenty more quality guests in the future. Cheers to the next 100. Absolutely, Carrie. Thanks for coming along with me for this ride we called Outlook on Radio Western. And thanks always, of course, to Radio Western for giving us the opportunity to yeah, do this show. It's a great, you know, it's a great university radio. It's a great place to learn and, and meet people. Hopefully we can all enjoy Sky's piano. I have to say a bomb for these stressful times that we find ourselves in. And so everybody enjoy. The power of music. Exactly. Onward into 2021. And we wish the best for everybody out there. Everybody stay safe. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. We're coming down to the last couple minutes here today on Outlook. We've been speaking with Picciora from uh, yes. National Network for Equitable Library Services, which you can find at nnels.ca. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Yeah, it's been great chatting with you and getting to know about your library work and, and Nels and New Zealand. World Braille Day is, as I said, January the 4th every year. It just started, though. The first one was in 2019 because it was the end of 2018, I guess, that um, World Braille Day was uh, officially designated by the UN General Assembly. And it was recognized as a day to raise awareness of the importance of Braille as a means of communication in the full realization of the human rights for persons who are blind or partially sighted. Yes, it's, it's a tool that's used by people who are blind, but it's actually a tool that's empowering, right? It's not... It's not a symbol of impairment. It's something that will actually increase your independence. Even if it's access to, you know, where can I buy Braille games or where, where are some places I can go to get Braille books or slate and styluses and, you know, all these kinds of things. How about uh, another song that I like to play by Joan Khan called All the Things You Are. And that's one of the songs I like to play. Great. Sounds great. Can't wait.